The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your monthly coaching call. This is your host, Frank Angelos. Our guest today, Rich Pasek, CLU, CHFC, RICP, uh, advisor over at CNA Financial Group. Rich, welcome to the show. Great to see you. Oh, thank you, Frank. It's good to be here. So, Rich, you've had you know many years of experience with advising people about retirement. I know you, that's your area of expertise. And our topic today, you know, and I call today's calls kind of like what I call our offensive call, which is when we talk about money and building wealth, enjoying wealth. Our topic today is really around the subject of Social Security. So what I'd like to maybe spend some time with you today is maybe explaining for our listeners a little bit about Social Security, uh, the benefits of taking benefits at 62, because there's a lot of people that think, oh, boy, I want to get my benefits as soon as I can. Or are they better off actually waiting, which is it appears that financially, if you have a long life expectancy, waiting may be a better move. So maybe we just start out by talking about, you know, perhaps even qualifying for those benefits up front, you know, which is, you know, how many quarters do you need to be in in order to be qualified for Social Security? And then how does that work? And then let's talk a little bit about, you know, when do you take benefits? And then maybe we'll talk a little bit about if you have a spouse. So, Rich, again, welcome. And you know, maybe you can share some of your thoughts. Good. A lot, a lot of questions I get about Social Security, Frank, like all the time. And the first thing is what qualifies a person to receive benefits? And they have to be paid into the system 40 quarters, so about 10 years. Uh, it's not only that because they look at a 35-year earnings history to determine how much Social Security benefit you can get. So they look at that at age 62. So they look back at 35 years, and they project out a little bit, and then they calculate out a benefit. Just for example, a person that made the maximum earnings retiring right now today at age 66 would receive the maximum benefit of $2,642. That's the maximum Social Security benefit. If that person had that benefit and was 62 today, they would receive about $1,795. That's so, a big difference. Somewhere about, yeah, about 25% loss or so. Depending, it's, 25, it's between 25 and 30% loss depending on their age. To, to take it early. Many people want to take it early, but the, the problem is if they live long, they're giving up huge benefits. And as you know, the people look at it, you know, with modern medicine and everything else, you know, one of the things that I see nowadays is they have that commercial, you know, how old is the oldest person that you know that's oh, yeah. living? And they go up on the board and they're putting up things. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of people living 80, 90, 100. You're aware, that's become more and more prevalent, and you know people are living longer. So, this whole Social Security topic of when you should select your benefit really should be considered very closely. Mm -hmm. The fastest growing age band is the to 100 plus. Believe it or not, more and more people are turning 100 that never were 100 before. So, it's a it's a growing problem. The point with Social Security is many people do ask me, should I take it early because they want it as soon as possible. And Frank, if you, let's say you were 62 and you had no income, no other assets, and needed income and couldn't work, right. and you say, Rich, I take Social Security. Well, of course, take it now. That's the answer. But if you have other piles of money, maybe IRAs, maybe non-qualified money, maybe the ability to work, and a spouse, that throws in some more cal uh, cal calculations into the formula that may cause you to rethink this and maybe determine Maybe I shouldn't take it so or so early because every year you wait, your benefits grow by about almost a guaranteed eight percent. 
So that $2,642 will grow to $3,850 at age 70. That's a big difference. Sure. So if you, if you really looked at that, so the first number I thought you said was what, seventeen or 1800 at age 62? Yeah. So if you go at it 62, you get 1795 And if you waited till 70, you go eight years. 3849 So That's a big obviously, difference. Obviously, if you died at 69, what's the better choice? Of course you should have taken it at 62, no matter what. Absolutely. But if you have a spouse... That didn't work. The spouse receives 100% of your benefit. In that case, if you have a healthy spouse, maybe you should have waited because now she or he would receive more benefits. Great point. And then, Rich, I know that you know you've got some calculators that you utilize to you know go through what are called break-even years and things of that nature. Maybe you could just give our listeners a couple of quick examples of. How long does it take sometimes that, you know, if I go out at 62 versus I went out at mm-hmm. 67 or 66, where's the crossover? How many years did I have to live in order to get that money back that I didn't get for those early years of retirement? There you go. Good point, Frank. Uh, I had to assume I have to assume a certain COLA, cost of living increase. I use a 2.5%, which is a fair assumption for the future. We don't know. Right? Last year was 1.8, 1.7 rather. If a person chose Social Security benefits early and chose it at age 62 and looked at their benefits, their potential benefits, should they live until 90, they'll receive around $901,000 total. Got it. If they wait until age 70, the total benefits will be about $1,255,000. That's almost a $350,000 difference. So the break-even point comes in somewhere around 79, 78 years old. Very good. How about, you know, um, maybe you can just mention to our listeners that people that retire, or not that they retire, but they start collecting benefits uh, prior to normal retirement age and they continue working. That's problematic from a tax standpoint of what happens with your Social Security benefits if you earn too much money. It's problematic in two ways, Frank. The first way, if you choose to receive benefits before what's called your full retirement age, your benefits are reduced by two levels. One dollar for every two dollars earned above, I believe it's like $15,000, and then the year you turn full retirement age, which is 66, your benefits are reduced a little bit differently. Either way, your benefits are reduced if you earn income. The taxable version of how Social Security is taxed doesn't matter if you're earning money or not. The same rules apply throughout. So there's two ways you could have your benefits reduced. One by taxes, which applies to everybody, and one if you take benefits before full retirement age. After full retirement age, a person can earn an unlimited income, and their Social Security benefits will not be reduced. Very good. be taxed, but not not be reduced. So, Rich, the other question, you know, because now we understand a little bit as far as for that individual, you know, it sounds like depending upon your health, perhaps you wait if you're in really good health. If you're not in very good health, you might take a little bit earlier or if you actually need the money or and it also depends upon what your income is if you're working at that point. What about spousal benefits, Rich, you know, as far as uh, addressing you know, if I have my spouse was working and so forth, are her benefits capped by the amount of my benefits? How does that work? You know, because I know that question comes up and people ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I didn't know how lucrative Social Security was until I really began to study the system. Let's just take two high-income earners. So high-income earner today will be about $117,000. And it's 
discounted for inflation in the past. If there was a husband and wife, both high income earners, they'll both, let's say they both wait until age 70. Their potential benefit on both of them, if should they both live until 90, is around $2.6 million between them. So they both get full benefits. Yeah, full benefits. What? And if one something happens to one of them, the higher benefit will go to the spouse. That's usually not a problem when you have two high-income earners. The problem is if we have a no or a very low-income earner, what yes. happens then? Right. You know, maybe some, some spouses are earning such a small amount of money that they may only qualify for two, three, four hundred dollars a month. Maybe none. The potential benefit for them is they'll collect at least one half of their spousal benefit. So in this case, one half of twenty six forty two is payable when my spouse reaches her full retirement age, depending on the year of birth between age sixty six and sixty seven. Great. So even if we had a stay at home spouse. Does With no no earned income entirely her entire life, or she'll, she she or he will still receive one half of the spouse if they wait until age full retirement age. Again, today at sixty six, somebody born in nineteen sixty and beyond will be age sixty seven. Perfect. And then the last question that I wanted to hit on a little bit for today's show was: What about rich as it relates to a widow benefit? Uh, meaning that you have uh, a spouse that dies early. Mm-hmm. Okay, perhaps you know in their thirties, and maybe they have children. Whatever the case might be, um, what about Social Security benefits? Good, at good that question. Point? Okay, so if a worker dies and has minor children under the age of eighteen, there'll be two benefits payable to the spouse: one to the spouse to take care of those children until the children are age sixteen, and another benefit will come in to take care directly to the children take care of them until age 18. After that point, the spouse will receive zero benefits till he or she turns age 60, and then she can receive a reduced benefit at age 60, a reduced survivor benefit. But Frank, there's more to the spousal benefits. It's interesting if, and people don't know this, if a person was married at least 10 years and divorced and currently not remarried, that person, male or female, can collect on their ex-spouse's benefit at least one half of their benefit without that spouse even knowing, without that spouse reducing their dollars, and that spouse could have two or three ex-spouses and collect one half of it at age 66 all the way through, or the strategy would be to collect one half of their spouses and defer their own until age 70. That's really the strategy. Very good. So those are just some of the coaching tips for our listeners this week. You've been listening to Rich Pasek, again, C-O-U, C-H-F-C, R-I-C-P, over at CNA Financial Group. Rich, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Frank. And this has been Frank Congelos, your host. This program has been delivered to you through the Institute of Responsible Wealth. Have a great month. We look forward to next month. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian.